and welcome to episode 109 of the Talking Talkie podcast. It is just two of us tonight. You're very, very lucky to hear my voice and the wonderful Stev Dixon. I am going to be trying to keep my giggling to a minimum, but 109 episodes. I did not realise uh, we've been rambling on that long. Uh, yeah. So well done, everyone. You've made it this far. Why not go one more? That's it. People aren't sick of us yet, so <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> At least Jules is listening. <laughs> That's it. We've a, we've a, a core following for sure. Um, right. So I suppose we should probably preface this with neither of us were at the game. Um, so make of our opinions what you will. Um, but I suppose let's crack on and get started with um, what happened on Saturday. So what are your initial thoughts? Um, yeah, not at the game. Don't like the FA Trophy. So let's just let's let's uh, chalk that one up. Uh, it seems a lot of others didn't either. Uh, attendance wasn't terrific, but also wasn't terrible. I've been to I've been to less well attended FA Trophy games. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, love the FA Trophy, as I said. Uh, really disappointed to go out. I know. I'm not bothered, in short, uh, which is going to be a great, um, you know, start to the podcast. Losing 2-1 at Barnet, I think there's no shame in that this season. I mean, Barnet have been deliciously poor in previous campaigns, but um, they're, they're clearly a well-put-together side at the moment. Um, uh, I, yeah, losing 2-1, uh, getting out of the FA Trophy, I think is, is fine. Uh, I mean, I... I am of the opinion that I always prefer a team that uh, uh, winning's a habit and, you know, wherever you can grab a win from is yeah. good. But if you were to give me a, an option of uh, points uh, in the league on Saturday versus going through in the FA Trophy, then I think we all know what the, the obvious answer to that one is. For sure. No, I think I think that's probably something that was alluded to in some of the other podcast episodes, certainly, and, and maybe even actually last week, that especially with playing them this coming Saturday if there's one you want to win and one you're not so asked about then it was probably the trophy um I I wasn't there I heard bits of it on the radio and I saw the highlights and I think from sort of what what I heard and saw it came across like it was a really stagnant game there was lots of stop start there was I mean Poor, poor radio comms seem to have this void of emptiness to try and fill a lot of the time. Yeah, um, and I'm listening to listening to David Thomas filling for time isn't isn't what you want to do. <laughs> but, then, but I, I do wonder whether with with the way Barnet are pushing at the top end of the national league, uh, whether they aren't as bothered either. I mean, they'd probably prefer the league points on Saturday as well. So yeah. I do think it. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll move on to talk about the. The weekend fixture coming up, but um, I do think it sets up a really intriguing clash for for Saturday. But uh, mm. I won't I won't move you on yet, despite, <laughs> my, despite my lack of interest in the, in the FA Trophy. Oh. oh gosh, yeah, that would be that would be a really short episode. We're not going to do that to everyone. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it seemed very stagnated. It also, I went back and kind of checked, and there were five yellow cards all from Barnet. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if that means that any of their players are out for the next game. I don't, I haven't paid that much attention. That's far too much research for me to get involved with because that might be like, I like football and we can't have that. Um, <laughs> um, so what we're saying is we started this podcast, neither of us at the game. Uh, you're not even sure you like football. 
Um, so, so <laughs> on. no, so for, I, I mean, I, I tuned into the commentary as well and, and have watched the, the highlights. It came across as a bitty game. Mm. Um, by all accounts, on the commentary, Kabamba maybe was uh, lucky to get away with just with just a booking from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you know, I, I think a bitty game. But also, like, what I would say I noticed anyway from the highlights was uh, an awful lot of opportunities from set pieces. Obviously, a fair few fouls being committed, but uh, neither team seemed particularly adept at, at handling a, a decent cross into the box. Of course, mm-hmm. the the issue with that is that we need someone who can deliver a decent cross into the box. And, and again, radio comms weren't particularly enamoured with Moxie's performance on Saturday, which was a, a rare one, I suppose, for him yeah. in terms of a rare misstep. Um, but uh, I, I do wonder whether it might come to that, down to that kind of thing again. I, I, I mean, I'm sure Barn, Barnett would rather just kind of tear us open and have themselves a nice 3-0 league win. But mm. um, for Gary Johnson, he, he might prefer a bit of a kicking match and, and and seeing how it goes the the only negative to that is that the the harry smith up top for um barnet looked a handful and looked mm. um looked from the highlights anyway that i mean i i rate nico lawrence i think he's a, a good addition yeah. we we've made but um sometimes you know a big lad up top uh, who can find the back of the net as he did on Saturday is, 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 you know, a, a, a tough one for, to deal with, especially as a, as a young player coming in. Mm. Uh, that being said, it, I mean, it didn't look like Lawrence did anything particularly wrong, but um, that, that type of striker that Barnett got, um, I think they'll be looking to exploit that again on Saturday. So that's, yes, that's a tricky one. I think for Gary Johnson to try and negotiate into the weekend. For sure. I actually thought um, when I watched the highlights, I I said maybe a bit unfair, but I said it almost their first goal almost looked like an accident. It just it just sort of happened, um, and I suppose it is you know fair to say there wasn't really much of a build up. It was like two minutes in or whatever. How much yeah. of a build up could there be? Um, but it just it just I'm not taking anything away from them because the man's got to be in the right place and the ball's got to come in. But it it kind of seemed like it just happened rather than necessarily being intended um well, which, i don't know good yeah and it seems to happen to talk an awful lot <laughs> which i think i think is the issue um and i thought the same thing i was like well that was a bloody simple goal um, <laughs> yeah. uh and yeah remarkably unchallenged three minutes in um yeah. I, I think that's a worry and i imagine johnson was tearing his hair out so I, I suppose we should mention that um, Collins obviously went off injured in the first half as well. It looked like a nasty clash of heads. I, yeah. I, um, it looks like from the report he went to hospital as a, as a precaution, but hopefully he's fit for the weekend. But um, if he's not, as, as is sometimes the case with those head injuries, then mm-hmm. it will be Fadahunzi again into the weekend, which um, at the moment, at the moment, I mean, it's early days for him, but he has the hallmark of a striker signing that disappears quite quickly. Um, <laughs> In that it doesn't, it just doesn't feel like Johnson fancies him particularly. Um, I, I, I think he might have something, but it's it's a it's a really tough gig, isn't it? Coming into a relegation threatened Torquay United, um, so uh, that that'll be an interesting one in the weekend. How how Johnson wants to line that up. Yeah, and I think um, one of the things I was going to ask actually is whether or not, sort of jumping ahead in some ways, whether or not you think that absenting injuries, if the che- if the team will be unchanged. Because we've got such inconsistency with the the low knees, and I think we have again alluded to it on a previous episode that we're not sure we've had much of a regular start in any any eleven at the minute. Um, 
Um, yeah, I think that Johnson, he'll want to be have a have a more settled team than he has so far this season. It, it does it does feel like he's found a little bit more of a at least a kind of base structure. I mean, it, it's a bit movable. Uh, in the wings, I suppose, for, for a time, and it's a little bit movable up front. But we've seemed to have at least some um, some ever-presence on the team sheet. I mean, I, the, the one I always come back to, is I'm a big fan of his, is, is the fact that Lapsley's actually getting minutes in. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, I, 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 and we've got that kind of base of the team. He clearly likes Nico Lawrence as well. Dean Moxley's obviously an ever-present as well. Um, uh Ben Wyatt, he seems to have decided that he prefers the Dylan Crow as well. Yeah. So there, there is a good kind of structure. Um, my my own opinion is that I, he obviously likes Donnellan as well. I quite mm-hmm. like him. He's 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 turned turned my opinion on him really. But uh, what I don't like about Donnellan is when we move him into midfield. I just think it it just says I mean, he he does fine there, but it's it's. I think it just says where we are as a team, and we end up with with Sean Donnellan in the in the centre of midfield. I mean, he's he's a solid enough kind of right back, centre back, National League player. But I think as soon as you move into midfield, you've got to ask some serious questions about how your recruitment's gone, which we all know hasn't 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 been the best. Um, so uh, yeah, in a, that's a rambling way of saying it. I think you'll want to keep it fairly consistent. I don't. Okay, we were beaten by Barnet. They're, they're, they're a good side. They they scored a, a cheap early goal. Um, and and as I said, Smith Smith's clearly a bit of a handful. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Johnson went with at least a very similar team. Yeah. Whether he um thinks a little bit differently about how those kind of transitions and how we build up play might mm. be another thing. Um, that the, the question mark will be whether Collins. Uh, is fit to go, or, or whether we have Fadahunzi in. Um, but for me, I, I it could be a rare occasion where he s- sticks rather than twists, which um, hasn't always been the case this season, as far as I'm no. concerned. No, it's felt very um, disjointed from one week to the next on occasion, certainly. And I think you, you're right. We we know that there's been a recruitment issue. Um, people playing out of position doesn't quite have the same feel as it did when Carl Cameron was playing up front, for example, does it? It's a subtly different prospect this season. Like, yeah, that's exactly it. Because yeah, we had Cameron at left wing for a bit, didn't we? But there was a plan. There was a plan, and it felt like <laughs> this feels uh, a bit. It doesn't fun feel like we've got as much of a plan these days. I I, I still uh, I think I could go to sleep watching. Um, Birchnell complaining in that post-match press conference after we did <laughs> him bit. Uh, what was it? It's like, well, you can see the game they were playing there, the centre half out of left wing. Like, yeah, we fucking did. Uh, <laughs> onwards. Um, but that's not the team we've got now, and I'll, I'll forever be haunted by what went on that season. Um, but just to, I mean, just just to go through um just to go through uh, some of the chances. I mean, so for, for, again, from the highlights package in the weekend, both sides seem to have chances. Jarvis obviously hit the bar yeah. um, early on with a header as well after Smith scored because that, that was a very early goal, obviously, for Barnett. Um, Jarvis hit the bar um, and then uh, they hit the bar as well. Uh, one of their blokes missed an absolute sitter in the like, <laughs> six yards box. Um, so um, I think. The, the the worry for Johnson will be maybe how many of those opportunities opened up because uh, mm. a 2-1's a respectable result against Barnett this season, but 
um, you know, very easily a few of those chances could have fallen in. I mean, either way, in fairness, so maybe he'll kind of stack the stack the deck and hope for the best, but we'll see. <laughs> that definitely feels uh, a likely option uh, with the with the sort of way it's been going this season. I also feel, I mean, I know there was knots before how much was a loss. I feel it's come at the wrong point. It felt a little bit like before knots that we were starting tentatively to put a bit of a couple of sort of decent results under our belt together. Um, and I think we all expected knots to be a loss I think that we were all pleasantly surprised with it being a small loss <laughs> it's the manner is the uh, we're talking United fans we're um we're used to watching a team lose and especially this season I, I, mm. I know not everyone will like to see that but if you're a talking United fan and you've been it for a number of years we have seasons like it's this. National well, League football we have seasons like this welcome to the club come join us <laughs> um yeah you're right that that Notts County um it, it gives you a kind of uh, not a reason to be cheerful, but it wasn't a drumming. And honestly, I I, I thought like I I thought we might get hammered. Yeah. Um, granted, nothing from the result, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, what we need is a bit of momentum. What, yeah. What we haven't managed to, and that and that's the that's the principal concern that I would have from this FA Trophy game is that even a win in the trophy can give you a bit of momentum going back into mm-hmm. the league reminds the players that they're like I, I genuinely and I know some fans maybe won't agree with me I genuinely don't think the playing squad is that bad um like it's not very good it's just but I also, yeah I, I also I don't and maybe I'm naive I don't think we're a, in the four worst sides in the conference I mean that will be proved at the end of the season whether or not that's the case um and maybe I'm a bit more glass half full than some fans um but what you like a, a side that's low on confidence in the conf- in the conference like you end up on the wrong end of those one goal mm-hmm. score lines like like against Barnet I mean you, when, when and and to be honest when, when we had that run in the playoffs a couple of seasons ago I wasn't you know I, I wouldn't say that I was nailed on that we were like the second best side in the conference but we had the momentum and we could yeah. we could churn it out and even when we weren't the good team we'd beat them and at the moment we're just on the on the other end of that yeah. um I, I mean I don't think we're a great team but I I think we're better than we are and and I know that's what fans would say that that's it's Johnson's job to fix that and it is and that's why the next few fixtures are yeah. you know bloody important in terms of where we're going to end up if we're going to have to I mean, people are talking about a great escape already. I don't think we're at that point. Um, but you, you start getting to that point where you would need a great escape. You would need to put yeah. together like a, a massive run of form. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, losing to Barnet, I, yeah, take it or leave it in isolation. Would I Would I like a little bit of momentum? Yeah, I would. Um, but, I, yeah, I think it's going to set up a pretty spicy clash on Saturday because I think there was a bit of handbags at dawn. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think I know lots of people were saying or, or sort of seen on Twitter and on Facebook and things that people were disappointed about us not progressing because I think it was mooted that it was £6,000 um, for, for winning that sort of leg, as it were, whatever the correct term is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't think, I mean, we've we've spoken about it before. I don't think that's necessarily 
A, going to make that much of a difference. Um, we've already got that many loanees in that we'd have to kind of chop and change anyway. £6,000 doesn't go that far. And B, yeah. um, we got the money for the um, FA Cup and yeah. that's not necessarily gone anywhere. So it's it's sort of like, it would have been nice, but I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I think it's more at this stage, unfortunately, we've got to focus on the football um there's obviously a big question mark about what's going on behind the scenes and I think fans are well aware that there is a I don't know an ugly beast sat not that far away um but it is very much for me like uh... to, to be honest I think that a lot of the arguments you see online around the money situation I, I, I think I agree with what you said there but that we, you know we got some money from that FA Cup run um we weren't having and you know fifth round of the FA Trophy would have really liked a bit of money yeah sure um, I do think it's a the debate is a little bit wrong in that the reality is that we're a National League football club that posts a six-figure loss most seasons. Yeah. So uh, six grand in the coffers from beating Barnet in the FA Trophy, it just goes against the debt. It's pocket <laughs> That's it. We're not, we're not unfortunately, likes of Wrexham and whatnot, winning big bucks and able to spend big bucks. Uh, what we win goes, like you say, against the debt, unfortunately. And the only time in recent decades, even, the only time in recent decades where we seem to be a profitable club is is when you coincide a decent cup run with selling a couple of players. I mean, you <laughs> and you end up with a, a modest profit for a year. So... The money situation, people might say, you know, you, you got money you didn't expect. Yeah, that's that's fine. But yeah, we're not a profitable club. So I do think it's a bit of a bit of a flawed debate. Um, yeah. And and that's the one. That's the existential crisis question of, uh, of being a Torquay fan at the moment in terms of our long term future. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I think I agree. It's um it's unfortunate because obviously any money is nice to have. Don't look at gift horse in the mouth, especially not now. Um, but I don't think you know, I don't think that's the reason to be disheartened. I don't necessarily think we need to be that disheartened. Like you, I think I'm in a similar camp where it's unfortunate because we want to build the momentum, but in the grand scheme of things what with a team that's prone to injury risks and all of what comes with that a few less games to play could at this point for this season allow and facilitate focus to be on the league which is really where the focus needs to be I think because I don't yeah I agree I don't think it's quite great escape but there's no denying we are at the wrong end of the table and yeah and it could end that way climbing out (laughs) Yeah, and, and and I wouldn't. Um, I mean, Scunthorpe have looked pretty poor this season, but I wouldn't rule them out having a good run at some point as well. I think they they've yeah. made some they've made some manoeuvres. I think their their plan is to stay up. So uh, we've got to we've got to get up there and drag people like Yeovil back into the yeah uh, back into the mix. Really kicking and screaming. <laughs> um, what I what I did think was a bright spark from Saturday anyway was um, Evans scoring his I think that was his first goal for Talk United um, but I'm not 100% sure so uh, don't quote me on that but uh, I mean it, it, a nice moment for someone to score their first goal if it is uh, I'll yeah. let the I'll let the statisticians come and get me for that uh, but uh, let's say he meant it let's go with that yeah, yeah. I'm sure Ben Curry will be along to correct us if we're wrong. Our, our resident statistician. statistician. <laughs> however you say it. He'll correct me on that too. There you go. There's some homework for you, Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think there were some positives. I mean, you, you sort of alluded to it earlier. There, there were some chances. They just didn't 
seem to quite work out um which seems to be story of this season for Torquay there doesn't it, it feels from the bits that I've seen certainly across the season there doesn't feel like there's enough quality um a throughout the team but b especially in that final third um when someone does break through you know Dylan De Silva's a great example he'll he'll kind of get himself into a position and then nothing really happens <laughs> yeah he is, <laughs> he is he is a run-of-the-mill National League winner. And as I, I've said it before on this podcast, when we're a good team, he doesn't get anywhere near the team. No. At the moment, he's one of our better players. <laughs> no. And it's it's really unfortunate because obviously the work ethic is there. He's a he's almost a poor man's version of Rory Keating. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's maybe a bit harsh. Comparisons to Rory Keating, uh, I mean, I don't think you could play that pass that he played to Jamie Reid. Um, no, that's it. There's that. That's why I say he's a poor man's Rory Keating. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, um, but yeah, I, it's 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 a it's a tricky one. There there were some positives. Uh, yeah, with Evans um, scoring his first goal, I, I think De Silva is is kind of what De Silva is, isn't he? he? He, you know what you're getting with him. I think that's why Johnson's prepared to roll the dice on him as often mm. as he does. Um, uh, I mean, I think some fans make the argument for Dylan Crow coming and having a go down there. I, I'm not sure I've quite seen it myself in that, well, it's the consistency element. Um, it, at least with Dylan De Silva, you know what you're getting and what you're getting is sometimes a bad cross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whereas with Dylan Crow, I think it's been a bit too much of a question mark for Johnson um, defensively as well yeah. um, in terms of what you're going to get. So that's the, yeah, that's the, I think, the question mark uh, heading into the weekend, I think. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I am scraping the barrel now for what I can talk about about Saturday. So I think if we look ahead slightly to this coming Saturday and also to Tuesday, because we've got Dorking as well, which I think both of these fixtures are, as we said in our sort of pre-chat, really, really important fixtures. Yeah, massive uh, massive seven days ahead, I think. And this is, uh, I mean, no surprise to anyone. But, so the Barnet game on Saturday, I think, I, I do think the FA Trophy game adds an extra little bit of spice, whether it adds a little bit of extra tactical nous for Johnson to think about how he sets up. I don't, I don't know. I, I, always, I always hope he's got a rabbit to pull out that hat. Um, but, but whether he does or not is another thing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, um, Barnet in the weekend, I think, yeah, is is big the Dorking game on Tuesday night? Um, I mean, is is massive. Um, like we need three. Like we need three points from these two games. Ideally, I want four, but going how it's going, I, I'll take the three. If if you if you give me a a point at Dorking and nothing at Barnet, I'm not happy. Like it, we've got to. Like we've got to be picking these points up and beating teams yeah. like Dorking, we've got to beat them like it at that place as well. Like it, we're at that point of the season. Yeah. And like I, know, I, I said, we're not in great escape ter- territory. We're not yet, but you've got to go to Dorking and beat them. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think at least, it, even in a similar way to Notts County, even if we at least put in an, a, a decent performance against mm-hmm. Barnet, it might set the team up to be like, look, Dorking aren't as good as Barnet. Let's let's go for them. Mm. Um, so, I I actually think the Barnet match is 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 important in that kind of mental 
um, you know, uh, that, that mentality way for the players. Because if, if you get pumped 4-0 and, and Barnet, I mean, Barnet are a good team. They, they can beat team 4-0. Yeah. Um, if you get pumped 4-0 Barnet, you go to the Dorkin game and the, the players are not going to be happy heading into that. And and all they'll be thinking, I mean, I, I, played, I played my amateur football, all they'll be thinking heading into that is like, oh, what happens if they score early? Yeah. Like, what what happens if X? What happens if Y? Like mm. it it's it's a real tricky one. Um, so I, I I do hope. I I mean I again some armchair fans might say will will Johnson shuffle the pack for the Barnet game to rest people up for the Dorking one because it's more important. That, I don't think that's going to be on his mind at all. To be honest, he'll want momentum as we said earlier, yeah. and he's he's going to have to. Um, at least get a good performance out of Barnet. I would take the three points at the moment from those two games. Um, but um, yeah, it, really, we've, we've got to be winning that talking game. Yeah. Like, and it, I think the reality is, and I know some fans have been turning on Johnson. I, I'm, I'm still not there in that I don't know who you'd get next. The reality is if you lose both of them, that... Um, that those calls will get louder. That there's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, and and then you're looking at a, a, a game against Southend next as well. So um, yeah. who are obviously a team in pretty good form and have had heading up the right end of the table. So yeah, uh, tricky time. Got to be got to be winning that Dorking game. That's Absolutely, that's it. Especially wedged in between the two because that you know you you've just sort of said it's it's not dire straits now, but. The things that keep teams up are beating the teams around them. And with the likes of Dawkins slipping down, kind of coming into it, it's probably going to feel a bit more important than perhaps it would have a few weeks ago. But definitely whilst wedged in between Barnet and Southend, because like we're we're not catching them. <laughs> it's not happening. We're not taking points off of them in a meaningful competitive way up at that end of the table. So it's it's really got to be Dorking. Um I've been quite pleasantly surprised over the last couple of games, actually, that the resilience in the team seems to be building a bit. Um, you said about, like, obviously the mentality, if we lose uh, um, against Barnet, that that's going to be on their minds for Tuesday. And I think you're absolutely right, but it has been promising to see little glimmers of hope that sort of sometimes you see the heads go down, we're a goal down, we're two goals down, that's it, we've given up, we've kind of lost the faith. Um, whereas on Saturday, it wasn't an immediate reaction by any means, but they did kind of dig in and, and try to keep going. So Yeah, and I, I do think that's, that is important because in an FA Trophy game, I mean, I'm a fan and I wasn't bothered about it. I, I, it would have been quite tempting not to, <laughs> not to be bothered about it either. So, yes, they dug in. Uh, they, mm. they, they went back, uh, could feasibly have got something out of it. I, I mean, as I said, um, they missed chances as well, but... but we had a we had a few glimmers of gold as well. My 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 worry, I suppose, for the for the weekend against Barnet is that we're so uh, we've 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 spoken a lot about lack of creativity throughout the season. I mean, I, I won't bore everyone with that again. Um, in, in terms of having that midfielder who can play an Armani little pass, my my worry is that without Goodwin, we're we're so reliant on Jarvis having a good game. Yeah. Um and. I mean, I really like Jarvis. He's a he's a good player, um, but we're, we're we're so reliant on him having a good game and and almost creating something from nothing a lot of the time. Like yeah. it's it's like feed it into his feet near the edge of the box, see if he has a good touch and can swivel on it and, and shoot. 
or you know hope that hope that Dylan De Silva pulls across at his ass and, and Jarvis can head it in. Um, yeah. Like it, it's it's a lot of pressure for one man. It's yeah, and and, and Johnson clearly. I mean, Collins uh, obviously went off with an unfortunate injury, um, but um, Jarvis needs someone that he can kind of link up with. I, whether it's going to be Fadahansu, I, I don't know. Um, but it it's it's there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Jarvis's shoulders in that he looks like the only one who can kind of in that final third anyway. You feel it into his feet, and he he might have a sharp turn and and whip it into a corner. Um, but that's not, you can't rely on, like, if, if you're up the right end of the table, that's not how you go about scoring your goals. You, no. you go about scoring your goals by having the ball in the final third and, and picking holes in, in back lines and, and finishing it. Like, in our, in our good season, which we refer to now, in our good season, that, like, we were, we were picking teams apart like, yeah. and, and, and feeding the ball through, through the lines. We don't really, no. we don't really do that anymore. We, there was also a chance that anybody on the pitch was a goal-scoring threat, whereas this season it, it doesn't feel that way. Um, you know, and that's that's par for the course. You can't have that every season. That's not sustainable. But, I mean, we don't even really feel like we have a couple <laughs> necessarily. No, I mean, and that, that, that is important as well, because, when, like, I mean, again, even in previous seasons, it's like, you know, Ace and Hall has pitched in, obviously not um, not appearing as much at the moment, but, but he, he's pitched in. We've had, you know... Decent threats at set pieces. Um, we've obviously got good set piece takers. I mean, Moxie, you know, maybe ignoring the weekend a little bit from from what the commentary said, but Moxie can deliver a good set piece. He can he can launch a ball into the box. Um, but in terms of goal, like natural finishes, it's Jarvis, and that's yes. it, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, McGavin's got a, a a wand of a boot on him, but. He hasn't shown it for us yet, like in, in terms of how he can ping a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, like, the, in terms of a natural finisher, like, Jarvis yeah. is it. And and I think other teams know that as well. Like, it, it's, it's what you need for him, like, to give him that space as well. You, you need mm-hmm. some people buzzing around. And I think that's maybe why he fancies Collins a little bit, is, is to have someone buzzing around a little bit and at least creating a bit of, you know, confusion, almost, almost that Rory Keating role. You know, just, yeah, just a distraction, a annoying little, um, <laughs> an annoying little shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, just annoying people, and just you stirring the pot a little bit, creating a bit of space, um, allows your natural finisher to just, you know, have a little bit of space to whip one into the corner. Um, I think Bar- Barnett will know that Jarvis is our is our threat. I mean, uh, and and. They'll, they'll plan accordingly so it's mm. it's up to Johnson to give him the space to do what he needs um and it's down to the other players to to play in a way that you know at least you know has a is a little bit more expansive going forward um as I said we've got we, we my own opinion is we, we've got to try and play through the lines a little bit more rather, rather than just you know I know Jarvis likes it into his feet um but sometimes, like we need some runners around him as well, and 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 that will come down to Dylan De Silva and and Wyatt, you know, overlapping, stretching it as much as they can. Um, but I, whether we do that against Barnet and open ourselves up in the weekend is another thing. But against Dorking, I think we honestly, I'd uh, I'd much rather we went down in a five-four blaze of glory, at least yeah. trying to knock them, knock them, 
um, than than trying to shit house a one nil there. Uh, yeah. Although I do love a shit house one nil. We're we're definitely owed a Gary time goal now. I'm I'm sure of it. I predicted one for the trophy, and well. That didn't work. So uh, I I don't want to be in a position in either of these games where we need one. I would. I, I, yeah. I'm an optimistic. We're going four 0 Barnet, and we're going four uh, 0 against Dorking. We're going to win both of them. I don't want to. I don't want a stressful Saturday. I don't want to. I definitely don't want a stressful Tuesday. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't get what I want. Apparently, I want to have a decent weather forecast, but that doesn't happen either. Um, I've I've had so many weather things flash up while we've been recording this. Wind, yeah. rain. I don't want to go outside. Uh, yeah, I don't know when you're releasing this, but there's a storm on the way. Uh, <laughs> Surprise! Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I mean, uh, I, I think we've uh, said all we can about it I in terms so. of how important that that Tuesday night as well. Like I. Even if we get pumped by Barnet on Saturday, he's going to have to find a way to get him up for Tuesday. Yeah, it's and, reset. and a point's not good enough. If, we, if we're pumped by Barnet, uh, I'm, I'm not happy with a point at Dorking. Um, yeah, for sure. Because uh, then, it, I mean, even then, you, know, you look at the tail end of February and then it's, it's south end of Bromley. Um, mm. And that's going to be tricky as well. Like, it, it, you've got you to pick up your points somewhere and Dorking is one of them. That's it. And and unfortunately, we're going to have to play some, you know, we've got the rescheduled Chesterfield match to fit in yeah. and they're doing all right. They're sort of the the other end of the table. We've got some fixtures which are naturally going to, or on paper at least, are going to be harder and more problematic for us, which kind of applies the pressure even more to this Dorking game, certainly in the immediate, because, well, gra- literally grab your wins where you can. <laughs> Do you think the... Uh... The natural conclusion to this season, I've seen this, I've seen this mentioned online. The natural conclusion to this season is uh, us to get a point off Wrexham to stop them going up and keep us safe. I mean, <laughs> I love I love the idea of it and I absolutely love the optimism of it. But well, maybe it would be the most talky thing of all time. If we'd already been like confirmed as relegated, it would be even more. Oh, that would be even better. Yeah. yeah. Um, down and out and then yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll go them one nil <laughs> <laughs> um I, I might i might i don't know i might edit that out just in case it's tempting fate i don't want it to come back and haunt me so um uh, I, well, even better it'll be olaf kazela with the goal <laughs> <laughs> and and yeoman with the assist <laughs> oh god yeah um i'll leave it but it like don't don't at me if it happens all right okay. yeah um yeah so uh there we go i think i think we're out again yeah i'm nervy i'm nervy i i the saturday saturday i'm less nervy it's not a free hit i would i would really like a point from it but the yeah. dorking one the dorking one is i i want to i want us to go for it as well um yeah and, and if that's a four three then so be it um, my my football manager team has, has suffered worse defeats than that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I think as well, like lots of people have muted that this season it's part of sort of a a bit of a rebuild, and it's not just this season. It's what happens next season, and it's it's part of those building blocks. But I think we're getting to sort of the business end now. And if it is part of that rebuild, we also kind of need to see a bit of an incline in the progress of the players currently. Otherwise, it you know we're in the same boat again in the summer. Um, because 
you know, you need to be able to string some performances together for, for Johnson to be able to say, right, this is someone I'm interested in keeping or this is someone I'm interested in making a, you know, an, an actual permanent offer for or. Well, and to be honest, we need to be in a position where people want to stay with us as well. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I don't know how long Jarvis's contract is, but you want to be in a position where even the players can see, uh, OK, we've got a, we've got a team we're trying to build. Yeah. If he gets the right people in, then we can do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I am so desperate that we're not involved down the bottom at the end, at the very end of the season. I mean, yeah. it looks like it's heading that way. But in order to not be there at the end of the season, you've got to be dorking in February, you know, before you end up needing results in, you know, April. Um, so, yeah, three yeah. points, please. Yeah, I think I agree. That's That's what we need. Um, do you have any other business? I do not. Um, what is what is the deal with airline food? I <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing. I was gonna go into my stand-up routine there, but uh, I won't. For me, it's how no matter what is on the little tray thing, it all tastes the same. It all looks different. <laughs> <but it's... laughs> okay, here's your only other business. So um, uh, I had a spell, oh, people are going to hate this. I had a spell where I was gluten-free uh, and I went on a plane and I said, uh, I need a gluten-free meal. Uh, so uh, James Martin, the TV chef, put his name to this meal. Uh, my gluten-free version of the cooked breakfast that you were, the cooked breakfast, he says in inverted comments that you got on the, on the flight, the gluten-free version was a little pile of scrambled eggs. And that was that. I mean, scram- scrambled, scrambled eggs, again, in inverted commas. Um, but yeah, James Martin, I'll never forgive you. No, I mean, in the same vein, if any of you are looking for an amusing story, um, there is one that someone did as a review of uh, like their plane food when they got a Virgin Atlantic flight. And the letter that they wrote to Richard Branson afterwards is incredible. Go and look it up. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think we should probably end the podcast if we're talking about plane food. Um, yeah, next week, uh, next week, P and Steve will be shooting the breeze about uh, sidewalks. Why don't we call them pavements anymore? <laughs> this is turning into a bit Philomena, Philomena Kunk, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when, when, when I started this podcast, one of the reviews was um, uh, Ryan Darby, who hosted it with me, Ryan is a class act. Uh, Stephen sounds like Alan Partridge. So make of that what you will. Okay, right. I'm, I'm going to end it there. Thanks for having <laughs> Thank me. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.